0: Today's Maseches, Chagiga The Gemara analyzes the final halacha of our opening Mishnah, in machlokas, a debate between Beish Shammai and Beish Hill, regarding the minimum value of each of the various korbanot that have to be brought, the sacrifice that have to be brought on the Chag. What Beis Shammai says, the olat re'iya, the korban that is fully burnt, that has come for the mitzvah of being present on the festivals, at least, should be the value of at least two silver coins, and the korban chagiga, which is the special sacrifice for the chag itself, should be one maa measurement. While Beis Hillel says the reverse, that the olah should be minimally one silver ma'ah while the Korban Chagiga, the Chagiga sacrifice, should reach at least two silver coins. We follow the opinion of Beit Hillel. And our Gemara explains that what was behind this machloka, what was behind this debate, that Beit Hillel lines up with Rabbi Akiva, other Tanaim, Rabbi Yossi, Haglili, great scholars of the period of the Mishnah regarding the Korban Ola that was brought prior to Matan Torah, what kind of Korban it was, these tanaim, these scholars held that it was an olat tamid. It was a the daily sacrifice that we had later on in the Mishka, in the Beit HaMikdash, the temple. And therefore, the more significant korban by Yom Tov is the chagiga, is the chagiga, which is paralleled after, after that one. Since it had already its featured from before the Torah was even given, it has a greater significance and therefore should have a higher value. Beit also believed that the Olat Re'iyah was brought before Matan Torah. And therefore, what we have is a fundamental debate about what details Moshe received at Har Sinai, at Mount Sinai. Re'kiva, who we follow, argued that klalot upratot, the general statements and the details were said at Har Sinai. Meaning what Hashem actually, instructions, Hashem actually gave to Moshe, the information, the data that was given to Moshe. However, there were some details that were not given at that time. For example, we have Pesach Sheini, the whole institution of a month after Pesach where people who were unable to celebrate the first Pesach because they were impure are able to celebrate. That was a halacha that was brought brought out later, even though it was intended all along, it wasn't given to Moshe, it was brought out later, the Yerusha Tabat, the whole Parsha, where if there are no sons in the family, then the land can be inherited by the daughters, Chiyuv Mita, of the Mekalel, the Makoshish Eitzim, which is the story of people who sinned in public and were sentenced to death, all of these were left out on purpose, so they would come into reality through specific people or groups who had a role in each of these stories. On this, from Leozar Bredowitz, in his essays of Parshas Yisro, Tavshin Pei Beis has a fantastic idea. We have the concept in the Gemara B'Ametziah, Torah, lo that the Torah is not in the heavens. We get to decide the Torah down here, Hashem gave it to us for that purpose. At what point did this become true? So we assume that all 613 mitzvah were given in Harsinai, our Gemara is presenting a machlokas over the details that may or may not have been given at that time. Rabbi Kiva versus Rabbi Yishmael, and some later Parshiot such as this parashat benotsof the inheritance, the story of the Makoshe sheitzim, the person who was gathering wood and, and violating the Shabbos laws, the Chiddush. The novel idea of Yitro, the father-in-law of Moshe, he comes to Moshe and he says, you have to build a court system down here, it's legitimate. Even when the principle of Lo he did not yet kick into effect, Hashem hadn't fully given the Torah down here on earth. So one could go to the Beit Din you want to ask a question to Moshe, he has prophecy, he is in touch, he can get the answers. But at the same time, the court down here could pass the Halacha based on its own understanding. So if they get stumped, they can go to Moshe. So this argued Yitra would relieve the pressure on Moshe and pump confidence into the conclusions of the of the earthly courts, that their decisions were not we were not asked to the fact; they were real, true decisions. In other words, even when prophecy was still possible, even when Moshe was alive, the the, the dayanim, the judges, could could. They could look into the Torah, they could draw up their own conclusion. This beautifully introduces the next parsha of Matan Torah. The next thing that happens after Yitro gives this advice is, is Hashem gives the Torah to the Jewish people. Because Moshe's appointing the Lord judges was a statement that Hashem did not just share the Torah with us, he gave it to us. It was a Kabbalah Torah. So we don't have to live our life in doubt. Hashem trusts us to learn and interpret the Torah properly to be able to live. Alpi HaTorah.